recently overheard whoa, uh, Donna whoa, whoa, and whoa, Steve whoa, whoa, making whoa. gingerbread Sorry cookies. Sorry about that. That just skipped going there. Sorry, Lori. You can go. Okay, thank you, Danny Love. Thank you. You think there was a scandal? Vintage (laughs) scandal. scandal. So, in honor of Keith Richards turning 76 today, he may have mellowed with age, but anyone who has read his memoir, Life, can attest he has raised enough hell to fill several lifetimes. Yes. And uh, uh, some of his wildest and scandalous moments will start with uh, O Canada in 1977. By the mid-70s, he was a drug bus veteran, but this one topped them all, and it was the Rolling Stones at their peak. It's February 1977. Canadian cops find an ounce of heroin in Keith Richards' hotel room. He was charged with possession and trafficking in 1977 and looking at a potentially lengthy prison term. And he posted bond. He got a special visa permitting him to go an experimental addiction cure in the U.S. And by the time the case came up a year later, there were like 600 people outside the courtroom every time he turned up chanting free Keith, free Keith. And while he was out on bail, he even partied with uh, Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau's frisky young wife, Margaret, who was hanging out with the band. And uh, he ended up just getting a community service sentence to play a benefit concert for the blind. (laughs) That was the punishment, okay? (laughs) That's Um, a good story. (laughs) I know it. Um, And it was because there was this uh, woman this named Rita, who was a devoted Stones fan who was blind, who led the resistance. I love it. I I love it. Um, And almost all of these stories are in his book, Life. Um, In 1992, uh, Keith Richards told an interviewer, adrenaline is the most amazing thing we have. Indeed, his ability to go without sleep is almost beyond belief. He recorded Before They Make Me Run, which was on the Some Girls album in Mm -hmm. 78, in a five-day studio binge.Ever slept and what and when he oh did finally gosh. sleep he fell against the speaker and when he woke up in a pool of blood he thought it was red wine <laughs> okay. oops details um let's see he also um there's a story he purchased this place as a state in sussex england in 1966 and a few months later it became a site of one of the 60s most infamous drug busts when 20 cops descended on the home looking for illegal substances. Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Marion Faithful were all coming down from a day-long acid trip, and they were all home. A rumor immediately spread that when the police arrived, they interrupted an orgy in which Mick Jagger had been licking a candy bar that was put in a strategic place on Marianne Faithful. In fact, Richard said he answered the door, and he said how the Mars bars uh, got in the story, I don't know. It just shows you what's on people's minds. So, um, uh, also, of course, you know, the... um, Snorting his father's ashes. Mm -hmm. He does write about that in... um, in, in life, he said he took the lid off of his dad's ashes. A fine spray of ashes blew out on the table. I couldn't brush it off, so I wiped my finger yeah. over it and just snorted up the re- the residual. Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, he learned to ski when he was a complete junkie in 1972. He was in exile from France on drug charges and 
from Britain for tax reasons, moved to Switzerland with Anita Pallenberg, and amid all the partying, he learned how to ski. And it was, he said, the reason I made it through exile was because of the top quality cocaine I could get in Switzerland. Oh, for crying out loud. And I learned how to ski while doing it. Um, let's, and that's a pretty place to learn how to yeah. ski, isn't it? Yes. Um, also, um, he's almost died so many times, it's kind of legendary. Well, right. But there's one close call he says is his most spectacular on December 3rd, 1965, while playing the last time in front of 5,000 fans in Sacramento. His guitar touched a microphone stand. A flame shot out, and he dropped to the ground unconscious. The promoter thought he'd been shot because he flew in the air backwards. It turned, he was shocked by this electrical surge from the mic. He was carried out under oxygen, rushed to the hospital, and Richards later laughed as he recalled a doctor saying, well, they either wake up or they don't. They think Keith Richards survived because of the thick soles of his um, suede hush Puppy shoes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which remember those? They were all rubber. He was yeah. back on stage the very next night. <laughs> um, Keith Richards, uh, also the time he didn't kill his son, he fell asleep at the wheel with his seven-year-old son in the back seat and crashed into a tree. Oh, dear. Remember when he he was in a tree? Wasn't there something? Yeah, Yeah, he fell out of a tree. He fell out of a tree. He was on (laughs) Fiji. uh, But he didn't have a blinding headache until like two days later. So that happened in 2006. Um, In 2014, while promoting his children's book, Gus and Me, the story of my granddad, my first guitar, Keith was on Jimmy Fallon. And he, Fallon asked him about... Hey, tell me about the time Chuck Berry punched you in the face. He said, I was back in a dressing room. Keith Berry was collecting his money because he always got paid up front. And his guitar was laid out in his case. And I was like, oh, you know, Keith, come on. You should just touch it. When Keith picked up the instrument and he told Fallon, I strummed the E chord. Chuck Berry came in yelling, nobody touches my guitar and slugged Keith in the face. And as oh, Richard, like as Keith Richards joked, Fallon, that's one of Chuck's biggest hits. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, uh, Hef, uh, Hugh Hefner was involved in a Keith Richards little story in 1972. They were playing in Chicago, and Keith and the saxophone player Bobby Keys were invited to stay at the Playboy Mansion, and they almost set the whole place up because they were doing drugs in the bathroom. And uh, there's a thumping at the door, and we realize everything behind us is on fire. Oh, for crying out loud. And the house was saved. And then Half-Later later relocated the Playboy Mansion to L.A. Really? Mm -hmm. So did he, is he sober now? He drinks a little wine. Okay. And but when did smokes. he go off the big drugs? Well, I think he, in 1991, after decades of drugs and sex and arrests and legendary insanity, 30 years. the only way, the only thing that was left for him to do was to settle down. And he moved with his wife from New York City to Connecticut. 
With Patty. With Patty Hansen, the model. Mm-hmm. Um, he also uh, had... And they're a, still married today. They are. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, they call we call this Naked and Afraid. During the late 70s, uh, Keith Richards had a relationship with a Swedish blonde um, who he described in life as incredibly funny, very witty, and a great lay. One night, they were staying in a rented house in Laurel Canyon when his uh, gal, Lil, woke him up. A fire had broken out in another room. He apparently accidentally left a cigarette going. Mm -hmm. They had a few seconds to jump out the window. He had a short t-shirt on. That was it. Lil was naked. And when they returned to the house the next day, they found a large sign stuck in the blackened grass that said, thanks a lot, Keith. Keith. (laughs) And the only thing that survived was a chest of drawers containing his passport, his favorite tapes, jewelry, and a gun with 500 rounds of ammunition. So... Uh, he is, uh, and then in its only rock and roll, 30 years married to a Rolling Stone, Ronnie Wood's ex-wife, Joe Wood, remembers uh, the first time she met Keith Richards. And, you know, he just shot up, lit up, just did everything. And she asked him one time, because she, she adored him. And he's very close with uh, Ron Wood. And I told him, please, I'm having my mother over for a dinner party. Would you please not... Do this in front of her. Do anything. Yeah. And after dinner, Keith declared it. Now for dessert. And he pulled out a big bag of Coke, slammed it on the table. <laughs> and oh she just God. said, Mom, I, I, this, this I can't is, help this. I, this is the guy. Oh, Lord. This is just who he is. So. And where did the Keith come from? Keith? Yeah. I think that's a, like a uh, British. It's, it's a British accent at a certain part of the country where they have... A problem with THs, they pronounce okay. as Fs. Okay, Keith. Keith. Yeah. Because that's uh, trending with his name today. Yeah, I just Keith. am so shocked at how hot he was. I never, like I said earlier, I just didn't get him. And then I was listening to him in these old, some old interviews. And holy Toledos. Well, do, we should we time. play it? Let's play we'll it when play we, we come, come back. back. Let's hear a little bit about uh, Keith. But yeah, okay. this okay. is like interview from 1982. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll listen to that when we come back.